is a popular quotable greeting we could use from Obi-Wan Kenobi to say hi to everybody, but there just isn't. So we'll just say, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Resistance broadcast. <laughs> oh, actually, he did say Th that in Revenge of the Sith. He said, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Resistance broadcast in oh, gosh, the two-hour mark. You met, oh, why are you saying, gosh, John? That was James. Not creative at all to not say <laughs> yeah. what. Did you just forget the dialogue yeah, from that quote. Revenge of the Sith? Hmm. I love how John <laughs> gets mad halfway through our sarcastic joke. <laughs> He's mad because he's in the middle of the intro. I got a killer opener, and you guys suck the <laughs> wind out of the room like it's a vacuum. Maybe that's because it wasn't that killer. <laughs> you know what, James? First 500 weren't bad. The next 500 are going to be really, really rough for you if you keep it up. I got news for you, pal. Uh, but welcome, everybody. Um, I'm John. Thanks for joining us today. Lacey with me, as always. Uh, we have a great show today. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the latest news going around in Star Wars, and a lot of it is of future shows. You know, we are done now with the Book of Boba Fett, at least so far. Who knows? Uh, but we're going to be talking about a lot of the uh, other upcoming shows and a lot of the latest news going on in those. Uh, but before we do that, um, I do want to say, hey, to you guys. So what's going on? James, what, do you, what shirt My is that? My eyes are watering vision? from that intro. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh tob1 uh vision shirt yeah i think i've pointed okay. it out before but for some yeah. reason it has kind of become a go-to I, I i enjoy having it on all right i like wearing it Lacey, what are you what are you rocking today uh vader nice vader. very good familiar with him i have star wars Newsnet. oh still waiting for one of those i just Sometime. i can give you one of mine maybe some I don't want your old clothes. <laughs> what the hell? Why not? What? I don't Why want not? your hand-me-downs. I'll wash it. <laughs> I'll sign it, too, if you want. No, you weirdo. No, I don't <laughs> want your shirts. Um. All right. Anyway, uh, we do have a few things to get into before we get into the Resistance Report. Yeah. We want to reveal our giveaway winners. From our TRB 500, our 500th episode last week, we launched three giveaways on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Now, the Twitter one was for the Dave Filoni Trapper Wolf Black Series figure. Mm -hmm. Very popular. Uh, I don't know if it's rare yet. I don't know what the scalpers have done it with it. It did sell out. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah, rare. Yeah, great. So, we have one. And we're giving it away to this person who was uh, awesome enough to retweet our tweet and comment what their favorite TRB episode was and followed us and all that good stuff. And the winner of that, I guess we'll each take one. We'll each take a turn to, to give out the glory. Uh, I feel like Twitter's my jam because I run the account and then uh, we'll do Lacey on Instagram and James on YouTube. That makes sense to me. Um, but the winner of the Twitter giveaway is at Bendu underscore Jedi who said Ooh. our episode on the unintentionally funny moments in Star Wars was their favorite episode. So thank you very much. You won the Dave Filoni Trapper Wolf figure. We'll be in touch and we'll get that out to you. Uh, now, Lacey, Instagram. Yeah, so Instagram, we had a giveaway of a TRB t-shirt and the George Lucas figure, which is also a rare figure. Now, keep in mind that this one hasn't arrived yet, whereas the Dave Filoni and the other figure we can send immediately. So there's going to be a little bit of a delay. But congratulations to Jamie Gerber. 
at JL Gerbs. Love that username. Uh, she said her favorite. Oh, we're her favorite pod. First of all, thank you for that. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. And then she thank said you. it's a tough choice on episodes, but she loved when Paul came on uh, from Kim's Convenience and Carson Tava to talk about how geeky he is and what he does behind the scenes and like how fun. He's just the best. And he just announced, by the way, that he has like some fandom show. I'm so excited. He's like the host of some like geeky that makes a lot fandom of sense. show. And I was like, that is perfect for him. So that's great. That's so congratulations, cool. Jamie. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, James, YouTube. Uh, the YouTube one, uh, the prize was the Paz Vizsla Black Series uh, figure, which is coincident. Well, it's actually not. It- be warned, forewarned on this prize. He is unstable and sometimes falls off of desks. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, particular prize, and of course the TRB shirt. Uh, this one is going to uh, Philip Brannon. Philip Brannon. All right. Yeah, Philip said I've been watching and listening, or watching slash listening. You know, both back and forth, I guess, uh, for at least two years. And his, their favorite episode is. Uh, because they're a huge Rebels fan, is the episode with Taylor Gray uh, oh, from 2020, episode. the end of 2020. And uh, he said, sorry, I have no other social media, so it's YouTube or nothing for him. <laughs> he had to delete Twitter. He All said right. it got a little too negative for him personally. But uh, Twitter or nothing, or I'm sorry, YouTube or nothing. So there it is. Congratulations, it worked out for Phillip. you, Philip. Yeah. 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 Philip, uh, send us an email, resistancebroadcast.gmail.com. So we can get your details and get uh, Paz Vizsla out to you. Yeah, Jamie and Bendu underscore Jedi also email or just DM us. We'll figure it out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So thank you to everybody who entered. Uh, Apologize if you didn't win. We will have more giveaways in the future, of course, as always. Uh, But um, thank you for celebrating our 500th episode with us. As we move forward with episode 501, uh, we have a great show. So let's get into it right now, James, with the Resistance Report. resistance all right so i don't know who's gonna be surprised that kenobi is officially debuting in may (laughs) considering we've been leading up to that rumor for so long people have been speculating here and there and we even had uh someone uh, someone somewhat official sort of accidentally uh, tweet that and kind of back out of it and we even as Star Wars news that were like I don't know that seems a little <laughs> weird that you know is he referring to a comic he said Disney plus you know so it's kind of confusing so we should have expected at that point to recognize that it was coming in the next few days uh, oddly enough on the book of Boba Fett season finale day we got a new poster for Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, the official day that the show is going to debut, which is May 25th. Pretty excited about that one. Uh, John, I'm going to start with this, uh, you on this particular story. What are your thoughts on uh, the poster and now the official day and of what, what that means? I'm really excited about the day because that means the three of us can watch it together. And um, that's at celebration. That's uh, how long. Yeah. How long? How long has this episode been recording? Eight minutes? So up until eight <laughs> minutes ago, I was excited about that. But, uh, <laughs> but get ready, no, John. no, no. It will it will be really cool to watch that together. We'll get to do it at midnight for a change. We're East Coasters. So oh, yeah. that'll be cool. Hyped up um, on Disney pretzels. Right. Yeah. 
Disney pretzels and Disney beers for me, but <laughs> it's going to be really good. It's going to be really exciting to do that with you guys and be able to engage with other Star Wars fans out there because it's going to be the eve of the official launch of the, you know, uh, the event itself. So I'm excited for that. Uh, the poster that, you know, people may get mad at me. I'm not a big fan of the poster, actually. Um, it looks like it's like the sand stuff, like bottom down looks like it's some sort of like weird environment from like a car commercial or like those Johnny Depp cologne commercials. I'm just mm, not yeah. vibing the, it's just too much surface area. And he's like all the way back there and he's obviously holding a lightsaber of sorts and I'm trying to zoom in and stuff. And I'm like, is that Anakin? It I'm looks sure. like Anakin's. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's fine, but I, I have a hard time seeing people who are like, this is an amazing poster. So to me, it's not, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's a, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi walking on a sand dune with some sort of breeze blowing through and he has the two suns behind him and and there's clouds even though uh i've never seen it rain you know on tatooine but um it's fine the poster is fine i'm really more excited for the fact that we are like a hundred days away from seeing this show um and now from here you know for all we know you know full disclosure we record these episodes a few days ahead of their air for all we know that uh, a trailer came out yesterday i was gonna say it seems like it's leading up to the super bowl and we're adding that reaction to this episode right here. <laughs> if but it exists. Fine, didn't, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I, I'm excited that it's going to be ramping up either way, whether we saw the trailer yesterday or not. Um, that's what I'm really excited about. But the poster, for some reason, it didn't like... I'm always hyped on Star Wars, so I, I like it. But I'm not going to be like framing this and putting it on my wall or anything. I'm going to be looking for maybe... Um, I'm assuming this might be the teaser poster and there's another one coming. Like, you know, mm -hmm. Boba Fett had... Uh, more of the filled out poster as the series went along um, i'm curious to see what they do there but it's fine you know um just i'm just really you know now that boba fett is done and this is the next live action series coming i have turned my dial to kenobi so it's great timing and i'm just really excited to see you and back in the mix uh, more than anything Lacey, thoughts on the poster so i was this came out of nowhere and we were all just kind of like wait what because uh, this came out clearly during the uh, Disney stockholder call, right? Quarterly yeah. earnings call. Which, again, why do they keep announcing stuff to only people that are like, yo, you got money? We'll tell you stuff if you got money. <laughs> oh, no, like, we'll I can actually that answer that. Them. It's because they have money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're curious. Anyway, I'm just joking. Uh, the poster, I actually like it. But outside of John's comments, I get why you said those things, John. And I respect your opinion, but I also think it's wrong. <laughs> so uh, it's like roast John Day on TRB. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's really pretty. You know, it kind of sets up the tone of the seriousness of the show and where the character is at that point. I think it also plays kind of uh, a look back on the prequels of where we left off. Like he was leaving off at the sunset and this one's clearly like, kind of like a sunrise. It's like, hey, we're getting back into this. The story's picking up. Um, Wait, how do you know that's a sunrise though i would bet that's a sunrise mm -hmm. because his story's beginning it's not ending i mean that makes sense but yeah i i, I see what john's saying it's like you, I we, we can't, you can't really tell if it's going up or down. i'm right i'm always right uh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so i never know which version of you i'm getting when we start these episodes. <laughs> um 
but yeah, I, I like the on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, I li- I like the poster. I I think it's cool, and the only problem is they only upload like a really low res version online, so you can't really zoom in. It's like kind of blurry, and some people have gotten higher res ones, but even then, it's still kind of blurry. Um, but yeah, it looks like he is holding Anakin's lightsaber, which is an interesting kind of like little Easter egg. I know people were saying they could see stuff in the sand. I see nothing. No, nope. it's not like a magic eye. I I don't know what you're talking about. The clouds um, spell out something. Like, the only yeah, thing I were, see yeah. if I blur my eyes is a schooner. A what? <laughs> mall rats. I get it. John got it. Oh, I've never seen mm-hmm. mall rats. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited for this. And like John said, we're going to be together. So that's really cool. We'll have to do like a watch party or something. Uh, I was. Cool. What? Oh, no. Go ahead. I was more hyped about that, I think, than actually it being the anniversary of A New Hope, like the 45th anniversary yeah. of Star Wars. I was like, okay, but we're going to be together. And like that yeah. to me was more exciting. It could have been a, like a random day, you, you know, at any month. Uh, but it is cool that they're picking that day specifically. I can imagine that they might even hold a watch party at Celebration because it is the day before the show starts. So they might do a kickoff event where they do a watch party the night before the show. Um, kind of a missed opportunity. Maybe yeah, why not? not? They have but, the building. They have the building well, all week long. You're so right, Lacey, be... but John, uh, John is proposing, or I'm thinking, potentially before. Oh, you think earlier? They might do a red carpet premiere at Celebration, but I doubt it. Well, t- th- technically, it's going to be the day we get there, because it's going to be the midnight of that night, which is Wednesday. Oh, so, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping it was so, the, f- but they might hold it. You don't know. They have the power to do whatever they want. They yeah, didn't say no, what time. They yeah. just said the 25th. So they don't, could don't be you, planning for something. Can Can you picture him just like what? Like he keeps walking towards the camera, and then he's just like, Sauvage. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, what absolutely. Are you talking about. Per- he's talking about perfume commercials. Like, uh, have you not seen that Johnny Depp cologne commercial? Where he's like, Savage. And you, you know what's hard. funny about that? Is I, I said to my wife on that specific commercial, I was like, this one sort of actually makes sense to me. Every other perfume commercial is worse. You mean like the Savage. Adam Driver horse one where he's like in the water and there's a horse yeah, all, and then he's riding the horse? All of them. Like Charlize Theron or like, uh, you know, like it doesn't matter who it is. They make no sense whatsoever. Like Natalie Portman just like running around. You're like, what are you doing? She's like, this makes any sense. She's like, oh, Chanel, Mademoiselle. And you're like, okay, I get it. You're in France. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Um, Uh, But yeah, I think it's cool. I'm excited for the show. I, I, it's so fun to just be pumped about Star Wars more than anything else. So when everybody collectively is excited about things and yes, I saw comments that were like, oh, Tatooine again. And I was like, do you, have you seen the movie Star Wars? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be pumped with everybody else. Yeah. So I, I, I like the poster. I do. I don't like Pac-Man in the background. That's a little annoying. Had I been editing the thing, I would have been like, let's remove that cloud. Oh, it the sun there. Yeah. I, I only see ah. Pac-Man. So it, it takes me out. Um, but the thing the thing about it that is interesting to me is like, is it a typical Star Wars poster? No, but I like it when Star Wars breaks away from those types of posters. Like, do I want the theatrical poster for Rise of Skywalker to be the one with like Ray and Kylo on the wreckage with the Emperor looming over? No. But like, do I have that one hanging in my room? Yes, because it's awesome. Like it's I'm an just idiot. A cool I just noticed that the lightsaber image. is the eye in Kenobi. 
Yeah, that's that's old oh, news. Yeah. That's when we first yeah. got. <laughs> Do you know what lightsaber it is? It's his. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I I yeah, I like it. I like it as a, a piece of art, and I think it, it is uh pretty good. And I love the posters that specifically, um, always look like it's almost a photo, but it's like also kind of art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. love that style. Like that's kind of the Drew Struzan sort of thing. Like oh, you yeah. can't tell if it's a photo or or art. And like Star Wars has been doing a lot of that. I I like the Book of Boba Fett one too, which is the Mando Fancho kind of artwork that we were doing. But this is very similar to that too, and and just um, but a lot more lonely and desolate. You know, he's he's one man in a sea of nothing but sand. So it's just it's kind of cool. I like the I like the poster overall. And we did um, get a description. Ish. A, a description from like the show, you mean? Yeah, a press release. Yeah, I didn't it, see that. I think it's the same, but is it if the you same one? It, yeah, uh, I, I didn't get, gather anything new from it. It's the story begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith in which Obi-Wan Kenobi faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice Anakin Skywalker, who turned to the dark side and became the evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. The series also marks the return of Hayden Christensen in the role of Darth Vader. Joining the cast is Moses Ingram, Joel Edgerton, Bonnie, is it Peace? Peace? I think so. Yeah. Peace. Uh, Kamal Nanjani, Indira Varma, Ro- Rupert Friend, 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 is it Friend? Friend, Friend. <laughs> O'Shea Jackson Jr., who's awesome. You've got a friend in me. <laughs> Sung Kang, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Why'd you put yourself through that? One of the Safdie brothers, which is interesting. Because I felt like I had already read the first part. I have to continue with the second part. I do hate reading names because I feel like so terrible when I get people's names wrong. But here we are. Um, (laughs) Along with the poster, though, we wanted to talk a little bit about um, some rumors for Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show that um, I I wouldn't consider them spoiler, just kind of rumors about who so-and-so might be playing. But we heard it from a couple different people in a couple different places. This isn't our story. I'm saying we as the Star Wars community. That Rupert Friends, ironically, no. Character uh, may... What? Friend. Friend. Rupert Friend. Friend. No, I'm just I'm joking. (laughs) Um, uh, May have a Rebels connection, which in... He's not just playing an Inquisitor, but the way he's been described by a couple different sources very much seems like he's playing the grand inquisitor. So, um he doesn't have like a crazy track record of of um stuff that you may know him from, but uh but this would be a really cool role considering he's kind of doing what we just saw a lot of the book of Boba Fett do, which is like here's a character from animation or, you know, or, or a, a comic series or something like that. We're bringing it to the screen for the first time in live action. So, um Lacey, do you have any thoughts on this person uh, playing uh, the Grand Inquisitor and maybe some of the other rumors tied to other people playing Inquisitors as well? Sung Lang and uh, 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 some Moses, what's her name? Sorry. Moses Ingram, yeah. Moses Ingram. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm super pumped just that they're in the show, first of all, especially for you, James. I know you were like super excited that like out of everything with the Kenobi stuff, you were like, that's the one aspect I'm actually interested in because mm-hmm. you weren't really for the Kenobi show at I'm first. I'm more excited for Hayden Christensen as Vader than I am about Obi-Wan as, as Ewan as Obi-Wan. 
Uh, Rupert, I know him from Pride and Prejudice from 2005 with Keira Knightley. He plays uh, Mr. Wickham, who's like kind of a bad guy. He's Is the- every man in that movie? <laughs> like a lot every of British casting people we talk are- about, you're like, he was great in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> no, you should Probably watch that movie. It's very every- good. It Every was, time we talk about him being in, that's the only point of reference she has for it. So it's hear, true, but he is evil in that movie. So that's what I'm saying. Like he's mm. very like, I don't know, sketch sus, if you will. So I will say that I believe when he, I think that he's going to be playing a bad guy because I can't say see him playing a good guy because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that's all I've known. Um, plus, he has very like strong facial features that could rock the makeup really well, which would be cool. And so what we've seen from Book of Boba Fett with Cad Bane, I feel like now they can do anything. Like, I'll never doubt them again of like, could they pull off this creature alien? I think they're doing pretty good. <laughs> they're doing yeah. all right. But uh, I don't know how I feel about Sun Kang doing a villain, though. I really wanted him to be a good guy because I love him as Han in Fast and Furious. So I like it hurts my heart to know he's going to be a bad guy. But at the same time, he might be really awesome at it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I- I'm super excited to see them. In Kenobi, and I think it's a, a really cool element that once again is tying everything together. And I know years ago we were always talking about like, would they ever make the transition to live action? And now we've seen that done so many different times that it's clearly this interconnected story, which we always knew it was, but even more so that connects the animated with the live action, with the movies, with the TV, with the books and the comics and everything. And it's just really cool to know that. Any character that you see in any medium could end up somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's interesting too. I think I speculated once before there is a an inquisitor that kind of is of some type of Asian descent. It appears in the comics he looks kind of like that. So mm-hmm. if they're bringing that particular inquisitor in, then Sun Kang would be blind and like have a blindfold over. Oh, him the that's whole time, cool. Which is kind of interesting. I don't know, like it. it I don't know, just we haven't seen a Star Wars character like that. I guess we saw Kanan. I was going to say since like Force Unleashed, you know, when you got the character. I was going to say Ray in Colin Trevorrow's script. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, John, what are your thoughts? Yeah. What are your thoughts on Rupert Friend playing the Grand Inquisitor or getting that sort of like Um, Rebels live action brought into this story that people have been waiting so long for, the Obi-Wan story? I. Yeah, I think I think that's cool. I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm curious because Jason Isaacs voiced him mm-hmm. in Rebels, and yes. Jason Isaacs is a, a a very accomplished actor in his own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Harry Potter probably pe- people probably know him a lot um, from Harry Potter more than anything. Uh, but he's been in a lot of stuff. He's had a long career. He's um, 58, so maybe the age is the thing. Though I don't think the yeah. Grand Inquisitor is that young. I believe he's like. 50 or something in his own right no um no 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 he's uh no because no, he was he was not a jedi knight he was like a padawan when the when the uh purge happened wikipedia says prior to 47 bby his birth really which would put him at 57 oh, in the kenobi series oh oh no no not no it put him at no, I'm screwing up my stuff. They put him at 37. <laughs> yeah, so he'd be 37 around the Kenobi series or something like that. Oh, yeah. My yeah. M- my thoughts on him are more like, well, I guess Rebels would be even later. 
I don't know. I guess in my head, I'm still thinking of him like he was a Padawan when X happened, but I guess Rebels would be like 20 years after that even. So Yeah. And yeah. he... Uh, are we allowed to give Grand Inquisitor spoilers that have been in things that came out years ago? <laughs> I'm sure it's probably Okay, fine. Spider-Man was only like a month ago, so... <laughs> Nobody commented on that. I that just saw Ghostbusters, and I'm surprised I didn't get spoiled by that. And I just saw that last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one spoiled that for but, me. Uh, I'm almost to the proud. point where I'm going to start going to the theater, because there's just too many that I'm like... I'm reading online, Gritty like, Spider-Man's here. only coming to stars in, like, six months from now. I'm like, uh, no, I need to see the movie. Gr- <laughs> Grandy Boy here uh, dies about six years after the Kenobi series. Yeah. So... Spoilers! We- so he doesn't I'm die watch, in the show. Yeah. No. If he's in it. <laughs> right. So, yeah, exactly. That's, you know, you know, there's a lot of rumors and stuff like that. But um, I, I think this is something I had heard about this actor playing the Grand Inquisitor, Rupert Friends. Um, so who knows you know, who talks to who and that sort of stuff. But um, if this is legit, that's, that's fine. I, I guess they went with a different actor because of age and maybe like his certain look. Because you, you have to have a certain look, I think, or shape to be to pull off the grand inquisitor you have to be tall lean could uh, be scheduling thin faced Mm -hmm. yeah all yeah but maybe you know jason isaac's being 50 in his late 50s this character's supposed to be in his sort of late 30s that is a little bit of a stretch i would say um but either way you know i'm not too familiar with uh rupert freend but he looks like (laughs) don't keep saying that because people are gonna be like you gotta (laughs) you don't know his name they'll just take the clip of me saying that and be like he doesn't even know who Rupert Friend is. Yeah, don't don't um, don't do that. No, but like I see like so he was the hitman too, and he's bald in that, and I'm looking at him as that, and I'm like, that works, man. He put that makeup on him and and that could be pretty intimidating. So So is Mr. Wickham, why. so I guess I we're both right. No, but Rupert Friend that works. I think that works well. I don't know how I feel about the other rumors. Uh we know that um uh, Moses Ingram was posting on Instagram that she was working with lightsabers. So that sounds like that could be very legit. So did Sun Kang. He talked about it, but she actually posted videos of her like her using one. Yeah. 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 Sure. Like it's a prop or whatever. But yeah, Sun Kang mentioned like, I think he specifically said my character holds a lightsaber well, or something like that. And he talked about Jedi and, and stuff. So um, yeah. yeah, if that's the case, that's, that's cool. You know, um, any any news I hear about uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, I'm very excited about. Um, I'm on board with this guy playing. The the more images I look of him bald, and and playing like menacing characters, uh, the more I'm I'm dialing into this uh, this, he's this bald. rumor he can here. Do so, it. yeah. Well, apparently he's a good actor too, right? So there you go. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I I don't really have too much to add to that, and I was even gonna say um about like to, to lead into the next story here like do you how much do you want to talk about with ewan mcgregor continuing to praise deborah chow and the series as a whole i mean i guess it's just something we kind of want to mention that he was you know involved in a another uh interview with forbes magazine and was going through the process of you know answering a bunch of questions and of course kenobi gets brought up and he goes out of his way again to say you know that he loved returning to this the character uh the prequels were not really received well he's excited about the future of this deborah chow's great she knows the star wars lore much better than i do 
There's a couple cool quotes in here, but again, it's one of those things like we know Ewan McGregor loved working on this project and with uh, Deborah Chow. Did you have anything specific to call out on this uh, particular interview, John? I think not even so much from the interview because it is pretty stock and right in line with stuff he's already said. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's seasoned. He's good at the PR game. He's got his bullet points that he already has memorized that he's going to fire off mm-hmm. when he's on Kimmel and when he's on you know Colbert or whatever. It's going to be the same tour and the same words. Um, what what I like, not so much for me, but just you know seeing how fans reacted to the sort of potpourri of directors uh not as much for the mandalorian but more so for uh book of boba fett is you're getting one person and one person's vision so the back and forth and and the discourse about well i liked how that chapter was shot but not so much this chapter because this person does this well and this person does this better it's going to be like nope that's it just deborah chow is doing every episode it's going to have the same feel vibe look tone to it and um again you know i've said this before the fact that he's continually going out of his way to uh herald his director is something he doesn't have to do she's not necessarily a marquee name where people are like oh like spielberg Spielberg. yeah. yeah um so the fact that he's putting himself out there after having experienced the prequels which were not received well um and and just putting it all on the line saying like i'm really proud of what we're doing fans are going to be happy and Deborah Chow, Deborah Chow, Deborah Chow, that's a good sign to me because this guy has been acting for decades. He's worked with a ton of different directors from all sorts of kinds of directors. And the fact that he is just constantly praising and singing her praises is uh, instilling a lot of confidence in me beyond the fact that we've seen already what she can do in Star Wars. And I think mostly people have liked what she's done so far with The Mandalorian and her episode. So um, it just, it, it's, um, it's like a warm blanket and it feels good uh, because this is the show, like I keep saying, that absolutely cannot miss. Like we can't be podcasting on uh, those Wednesday nights or, uh, you know, online and people saying like, you know, oh man, they really missed the mark with this episode or missed the mark here and this uh, blah, blah, blah. It's six chapters. The show's got to be as a total package. It has to be a hit. It, this show cannot miss. And Don't put too much pressure on it, man. That's a hundred percent true, though, and you know it. This is the one I thing everyone's it. been. I think everyone's can... been begging for this show. Every fan has been wanting this show. This is the one that absolutely one hundred percent has to deliver. Yeah, but what Period. happens then? People cancel their Disney Plus. I don't. It wasn't care what as good as they do. thought. What? Mm-hmm. Do, why I care what other people do? Do I ever care what other people do? A little bit. What? I don't understand where you're coming <laughs> from. I don't care about oh, Disney posts. I don't care. I don't get money no, from Disney. You're I don't saying, care subscribing I, I to Disney I was just saying, Plus. you're saying it absolutely has to hit. Why? Why? Because these people are going to cancel their Disney Plus if it, if it wasn't as good no, as they No, because it's our one shot to get Obi-Wan back. I don't care about eh. Disney Plus subscriptions. What are you talking about? All right. <laughs> what is <laughs> happening? Can Do you I, disagree with that? You no, think, that, I think uh, yes, all these like, years, yes, Obi Wan Kenobi comes back as Ewan McGregor. He gets another chance to play Obi Wan Kenobi. You think it could be a mediocre show? Absolutely no, not. No, I'm not. saying I think that. he's saying, "Why are you saying it's got to be a hitter?" Like, why hit? does it have to be a hit? And I'm I saying, don't put so asking. much pressure on it because it seems like there's a lot of hype there. Like that thing, 
forget me. It's going to be better than Mandalorian. It's got to be better. That. You know, all this stuff. And it's like, what if it's not though? Like, let's just chill out and like, let it be an Obi-Wan Kenobi story. And that's fine. It's like, maybe it doesn't Zero have chance. to hit. Does it have to be like the best, best thing we've gotten out of Disney period? I didn't you know say what I mean? That. It's like, what? I did he's not say any of those things it, you're saying. He's, he's not saying you're saying that. He's but just he's talking dissecting about the what I'm saying with, by <laughs> saying things I did not say. I think well, he's just breaking down the concept of over I'm trying to understand when you say this 100% has to be a hit. It has to be. It cannot be not a hit. Correct. You know, and I'm like, Correct. what does that mean? What are you saying? Because it sounds like you're putting I'm trying a lot to of explain it, but you're putting words in my mouth that I did not say. <laughs> I think I agree with John in the sense that he's such a beloved character that it's like, you can't mess up with Luke Skywalker. You can't mess up with Obi-Wan Kenobi. This I is think one that's shot. the pressure that I'm seeing it, at least. It's a limited series. It's a one-shot deal. You're getting Obi-Wan Kenobi back. You can't, this can't be a C minus, is what I'm trying to say. It has to be good. It has to be good. Only because it is one of the original characters from the original trilogy as a series. I think that's where I at least am seeing from my perspective of the pressure of, hey, you have to deliver. And that, because and people like are going to have very high expectations. 99% of fans have wanted this for two decades. It's, it's just true. everything. Yeah. Everything is pointing to this. Like there is pressure on it. A hundred percent pressure on it. I get that there's not, pressure on it. And I'm not just saying I don't created know pressure. It's organically created like, pressure. There, one hundred percent. The sequel trilogy has to hit because if it doesn't, then what? Like, well, it didn't hit. You I'm know? not talking about the sequel trilogy. I'm talking. He's about giving this. an example. I see what you're saying, James. Though it's like kind <laughs> of on. where we are right now with the book of Boba Fett. Like people went in with such high expectations, and we talked about this last week. That I think a lot of people were let down by the finale because they weren't getting what they wanted. It's kind of like that convers. We're having this conversation I, all the time, guys. Which is yeah. like fan expectation versus what is needed. So yeah. I see what both of you are saying is what I'm saying. I don't want people to watch this podcast or listen to this podcast and think that I'm saying they need to deliver on fan Nobody's, expectations. I'm not saying that. I'm okay. just talking about the two topics of fan expectations versus a popular character <laughs> to be, having to deliver. Yeah. I'm, that's to be, all I'm saying. I'm going to be as, as simply put as I possibly can and just say this series needs to be good. That's it. That's all, all right. I'm going to say. Anyway, um, on a lighter note, reading this quote, guys, I hear him talking. Do you guys know his accent at all? Like, have I can't you do watched... a Scottish accent. I can't. Neither yeah, can I, I but, but I can, I can hear, hear the way he said it. So he talks like this, like he's like, I mean, it's quite interesting. And then he'll go on to the next topic. Like, that's how he talks. He like talks in little statements. And it's so funny because I'll read his quotes and I'll hear it in my head of like, oh, that's so Ewan. Anyway. My favorite part of this interview is him talking about the prequels. I know I say this every time he gives an interview, but the idea that he acknowledges that the prequels weren't necessarily received the way that they'd hoped. Um, yeah. But the fact that he's acknowledging that that people like us that have grown up with them and are have been with them for a while and have come back around or have always loved them. Um, I love the part where he said, you know, the kids who were who we made those films for. And I feel like that's such an important statement nowadays mm -hmm. The, the the kids we made these films for because yeah. at the end of the day star wars is for children so we could be big fans of it and i and i'm a strong believer that as an adult like myself i could be super passionate about it i can love it i can dissect it i can get into the nitty-gritty like we just did but this is for kids 
and to inspire kids and be hopeful, like Dave Filoni said. So I love seeing these quotes from Ewan McGregor where he's talking about how these are for kids. Um, so I think that we are going to get a little bit of darker side of Obi-Wan Kenobi. But at the end of the day, there are going to be those moments like Baby Yoda, Grogu and Mando that kind of equal out the dark so that families can watch this series together. Sure, sure. Absolutely. And speaking of series two, uh, series two, you'll see why that's a pun <laughs> in a second. Uh, we have Andor coming as well this year. We don't have any sort of official confirmation on the date, but you got to think it's like probably fall roughly because you know you're spacing out book of boba fett then the obi-wan show is in may and so maybe sometime in the fall um but we're actually we we knew this was an ongoing series uh but we got from uh our lead leaker on andor information stellan skarsgård uh he (laughs) was was gonna say is it stellan skarsgård (laughs) yeah he is he was asked a question about you know what his year look like and he's like well i'm doing dune around this time and then I'm doing, uh, you know, the second season of that Star Wars show. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. be filming at the end of this year. I don't know when it releases, but, you know, we want to get ahead of schedule and stuff like that. So it's like he just kind of dropped a bomb like, yes, the second season of Andor is like right around the corner. And the, probably the only reason we haven't seen stuff yet is because Kenobi hasn't finished. Like you, now we can expect that poster for Andor like the day after the final obi-wan episode or whatever you know what i mean like get ready for the next one kind of thing yeah uh lacy thoughts on andor season two starting this fall see see, uh recording filming this fall so it is interesting that uh once again we find ourselves with lucasfilm and disney uh with star wars being so secretive about things because i feel like we've fallen into this uh kind of space now where either netflix or hulu or uh, Amazon Prime, if a show's really well received, or even if the hype is there, they'll announce a second season before the show even comes out. Or when the first episode airs, they'll announce a second series or a second season. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that it is so like, oh my gosh, this is really happening only because it's Star Wars. But at the same time, you look at it and you're like, well, this is no surprise. Like it's it's going to be a successful series. They believe in it. Fans want it. So why wouldn't they give that to them? I mean, look at like loki they or bad batch even i think is the one example that they gave away that they're doing a second season before the season ended that's a rarity in star wars or we we already knew this was an ongoing series we already knew that we're going to do a second season of Andor. right right but i'm saying like for him to say this like when it's filming it to be like oh my gosh so secretive i'm like why don't we just say when it is like why is it such a secret that it always surprises me that this kind of information is always like oh my gosh but uh it's exciting i i can't wait to see andor i think we're getting into we're ramping up now guys into the stuff that's coming this year and it's just so exciting to hear all these stories of we're getting you know posters and teasers and updates and interviews and all this stuff because i think once we hit may it's going to be like a fast track with all this stuff and it's going to be nonstop. so it's just like you have this kind of like buzzing energy that you're like oh i know what's coming um mm-hmm. and it's really exciting john also indoors- stellan always lets stuff go yeah. <laughs> come on the podcast tell and tell, tell us what's up <laughs> seriously uh he's like so i'm upside down and uh, no <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh the season two uh information we got from stone um i think it's cool i you know i like a guy like him who um is a highly respected actor 
uh, considered like an actor's actor, but he also does franchise stuff. He's been in Marvel. He's done. Um, I, there's another franchise he did. He popped in too. I forget. Well, Dune uh, is what he was talking about here too. Dune, yeah. Um, and of course now Star Wars. But I was looking at the dates. So Andor season one uh, is targeting a July to September initial release, um, based on how. And that was officially uh, revealed that it was going to be in the uh, fourth fiscal quarter of 2022. And that's how Disney handles their quarters. So somewhere between July and September, you're going to get the first episode of uh, Andor season one. And why that's important is Andor wrapped filming in late August uh, of 2021. And just based on the patterns that we saw from the Mandalorian, you know, similar filming periods of time. And then when the release came out, that pattern was there from between season one and season two. Um, so you look at it and, you know, granted, it's more episodes, I believe. I I, I don't know if it's official, but it's, I, I'm I was just I thinking that I was episodes. like, I want to throw that out there. Twelve episodes, by the way, is the is the rumor, but it might be official. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. So uh, assuming that it is it obviously takes a little longer to film and they certainly did film this for a long time. Uh, there were some series that films started and finished filming, I think, while this thing was still filming. I think Boba Fett might have been one of them. But the point being, they st- they stopped, they wrapped filming reportedly at the end of August. It's coming out around a year later. So if they start filming this one in late 2022, figure that it will wrap next summer. Then you could figure the season two will come out in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he says it's a ways away, he's right. Now, the question is, how many seasons are they doing of Andor? Um, and are they doing this so that, you know, we have these shows coming out for 2023. So season two of that's fine to push to 2024. I'm not really sure. But that'd be my yeah. guess. You know, if they, like if your they wind up taking... and your Ahsoka is yeah, going to kind of so... take that place for a little bit. Right. So if they, if they take a long... I, I would just say this. Whenever they finish filming this, put a year, add a year to that. And that's probably around the range of when that might be coming out. So... And um, but another it, thing I wanted it, to, oh, go ahead. I, I was just going to say like my last thought on it is kind of like what Lacey was saying, you know, the high level of secrecy. And then you have an actor who's probably uh, loves doing this, but he's not fully dialed into how precious Star Wars is uh, because, you know, he could be filming anything, you know, the sequel to Goodwill Hunting. And it'll be <laughs> like, yeah, we're doing the sequel to Goodwill Hunting and that's going to come out in 2024. And, uh, Blank is playing Robin Williams' son, and that like who cares? But with Star Wars, I was but he doesn't know that, so he's like, "Yeah, we're doing the Andor season two, starting filming in the fall." Like, mm-hmm. do you have anything else you want to say? He's like, "Why? What's the big deal? Just a just a project, right?" Uh, you know. Whereas inside the bubble, it's like, like you even see like the the actors like Tamara Morrison like a little loose lip too, but then you have some of the actors who like Mark Hamill knows the deal. He's like. Well, even yeah. Pedro or Ewan when Do they I interviewed each other. Remember Pedro said something and Ewan was like, is that done? Is that filmed? Are he, you goes, oh, right. he goes, oh, oh dear. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Um, one thing I wanted to say, too, is like uh, considering the spacing of things, like it's now mid-February and we're wrapping up Book of Boba Fett and we know that the first episode is in May. So it's like, okay, so there's six episodes. So that's... Uh, most of April and a little into um, wait, 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 no, sorry. Most of June and a little into July, we're probably not going to get Andor till September. 
because they probably wouldn't put those two right up against each other. So then if you get it in, let's say like September, the very end of September, right? Then you have October, November, and December of all 12 episodes uh, of Andor, which really pushes out that possibility of Mandalorian season three if they're not doubling up on shows. Right. But that all being said, Bad Batch is probably somewhere at the same time as well. Like, Mm -hmm. so they are going to double up on shows because even if you're looking at this straightforward, like it, it, it's probably going to have to clash at some point. You're probably going to get two Star Wars shows airing at the same time. So it's kind of nuts. Yep. But, um, couple other things we wanted to talk about just really quick. Uh, the Han Solo and Chewbacca comic, we got a little bit more information from that. It is going to include a couple characters from Solo and obviously the book of Boba Fett. Mostly that's kind of like Kira. That's what you're talking about. And there's some connections there. If you want to check StarWarsNewsNet.com and read the article where we talk about it, we kind of break down the connections that Kira is possibly going to have in that story. Um, we also want to mention, too, the High Republic short story collection is coming out soon. We don't have like an official date or anything like that, but we do have the idea that what they're going to do is take all of the Star Wars insider short stories that you probably didn't read because they were tied to this magazine subscription. They're officially going to put them all together in a catalog and release that um, as its own thing. So that's kind of cool. And again, if you check starwarsnewsnet.com in that particular story, there's a couple other things that are kind of interesting when it comes to speculation about certain books that are that might be coming, um, like codenamed this, here's the release date, it's probably this. So it's fun to just head over to the site and kind of read about that stuff and, and kind of speculate that we just have so much to talk about. It's kind of a quick thing we just wanted to cover really uh, fast. Uh, Lacey, there was a, the, uh, the Hasbro Star Wars fan first Wednesday reveals that I know you were involved in. So did you have anything you wanted to say about that? Yeah. So really quick, they announced for a Wednesday, which is surprising. They usually do fan first Fridays, but it was a Wednesday, uh, and the Star Wars team announced a new Bib Fortuna playset that had all these pieces in the throne from when uh boba fett kills him and takes it over um but it is really extensive uh it's for 229 dollars and it's coming out the summer of 2023 that was the big announcement they also have other things like anakin c-3po uh 501st clone trooper uh palpatine and a couple other archived figures that they're bringing back um some repaints and stuff like that so definitely go check that out i did a review of like what they talked about and their announcements over on the site at starwarsnewsnet.com i also spoke with the hasbro team last week about where they're going and what they're doing and supply issues and stuff like that uh tried to ask maybe about some ben solo stuff we'll see uh so definitely Mm -hmm. check that out uh but now we're gonna head to me for the patreon padres lacy Thanks, Lacey. Mm-hmm. Kicking it off. <laughs> so anyway, there's lots of ways you can you can support us here at the Resistance Broadcast. You can like this video, comment, subscribe on YouTube, uh, share videos. Also, let people know that we do a video version is always great. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN or on Instagram at the Resistance Broadcast. But if you want more than that, including videos each week, mailings, 
uh, Discord servers, live streams. We do Q&As every month and chats and stuff like that. We just did our Q&A last week, which is kind of like an ask me anything. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast starting at $2 a month. That's it, $2. You get access to the page um, and you get to engage with the rest of the community. And as you go up in the perks, you get more access. Like you get to be a part of the show starting at $5 and much more. And you're supporting what we're doing here and what we plan to do for the rest of the year. And kind of just like our hopes and dreams of talking about Star Wars. Like that's yeah. kind of what you're, that's the point of this. Yes. Uh, so thank you guys so much for that. But this is part of the show that we have our generals and spice runners take part in the show. So I want to thank them first. So thank you to our generals, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Darth Hurricane, John Charlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Nathan Shank, Danny, Mike Rumor, uh, Matt he- Matt Heath and Val Trichkoff. Sorry, guys, there was a indent in the line, but thank you so much. Uh, and then we have our Spice Runners, which is Dave Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C. Chris, Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, Thomas yes. Hennessy. Thank you guys so much. And the exciting thing is as we thank get you. closer to Celebration, those two tiers definitely have some perks, including the Spice Runners that get to go to dinner with us, which is going to be so much fun. Nice. Can't wait for that. Going so to this- Wendy's. <laughs> so this week we have a general brian smith and his question which the point of this segment is to ask them a question and then they get to be a part of the show and they answer yep. so the question is if you could have one official movie worn costume from any star wars movie or series what is the one specific costume you'd want to own so brian take it away good evening freedom fighters uh pretty much i love the uh desert stormtrooper costume from episode four it's pretty much the, the first Stormtrooper armor ever filmed, uh, which is filmed on the Sands of Tunisia, of course. And I loved it so much that I put together my own Desert Stormtrooper costume a few years ago. And um, this, is, uh, this is one photograph of it right there. And that's uh, me with a Rebel X-Wing pilot right there. And this is me... Uh, in a scene with Simon Pegg in the movie Paul, as I was filmed in the armor in the convention scene, uh, first about the first 10 minutes of the movie Paul. So, you know, happy to share that with y'all. Uh, that Appreciate what y'all do in the Resistance broadcast. And y'all have a nice evening. Nicely done, Brian. Great job. John, what did you think? He cheated. <laughs> instead of saying i'd want this he's like i made my own how about that why do you like them apples yeah uh so that, that was cool. your stupid question too good <laughs> hunting quotes he references yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't want those movie worn costumes Mm-mm. he's got one worn by brian smith himself so uh good job man uh i like the what you got going on back there you have a it looks like a uh, f- a fun atmosphere a lot of uh, you have a lot of collectibles for sure uh thanks for sharing uh, the photos uh on your phone for our audio listeners you really thumb through some cool stuff so if you don't typically watch check out the the video version but uh being an extra uh, behind simon peg pretty cool man but uh thanks uh, again for all your support uh really appreciate it great job and uh we'll see you in the chats and on the calls and stuff like that thanks brian appreciate it james yeah, that's that's the thing is like uh, it's hard to ask a question for like you, you almost aim the question at like, well, I know you like uh, costumes and costuming and, and stuff like that. So what's one that you would like? And then knowing that the answer is going to be 
well, I own a lot of these. They're not the screen version, but like part of why you want to have a costume is to almost like either prop it up and be able to look at a life-size version of that costume or to like put it on yourself. And like, you're very capable of being able to do that with this, uh, with bang, being able to make like, I don't know if it is screen ready, like how accurate the costume is, but like, man, like it just is so awesome. I love that type of stuff. So, um, good answer, fun answer. And, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, thanks for being in general. Brian, great job. I love that you have a costume. Every time I hear someone that's a part of our community and says that they either dress up or they collect things or, you know, something like really cool, especially costume, because I'm not a big costumer, but I appreciate people that do do that. Uh, it's just so cool. So thank you so much for sharing that stuff. Thanks for being part of the community. It means so much to us. And now we're going to go John. John. All right. It is time for Will of the Force. I fear nothing for all this. As the force wills it. Thank you, Chirrut. Um, so we have three questions. We're going to go through them quick because we are up against uh, time here. We're actually doing okay. Um, but we have three <laughs> good ones. Uh, should be pretty direct in how to answer these. And it really will the force. You know, if you're new to TRB, I know we have some people who just joined us recently. So first of all, hope you're enjoying the show. Um, will the force, we basically ask a question that is sort of a will it happen, won't it happen? And we have to decide flip the coin whether or not that's the case so mm -hmm. uh we'll get the first one going here you'll kind of get the idea as we roll along will we see luke skywalker in the mandalorian season three i'm gonna start this off with lacy i'm gonna say yes i don't think they took all that time to hire someone and make all that technology to have him in season 2.5 the book of boba <laughs> fett and not have him come back at some point so i'm gonna say yes all right Cool, 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 cool. Man, James, you almost sold me on that. Um, because I, my thought was no, and mm -hmm. my thought being like the way that Book of Boba Fett showed us, you know, Grogu having the armor going, being sent back, and kind of stuff. I was like, oh, cool. Now they did the Luke thing, and they can be like, sweet. Whew, we don't have to do all this crazy visual effects and have fans like hate what we do with Luke. We kind of did it. It was its thing. It was very involved sure. and uh, heavy, but now we're free of that and um, we can move on with the story without having to like, yeah, you know, keep this like visual heavy character involved. But uh, you're right on that. So I don't know. John, what do you think? I'm going to say no. Um, I just don't know if they want to overdo the Luke thing and make it not as special. Whereas like each time so far when I've seen them, especially now that he's been improved, I'm like, oh. Whereas it might be like, oh, hey, what's up, Luke? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say no. Um, and also because of Grogu's choice and stuff like that. But I would love I would love it. I would welcome it. Um, I think he might pop up in Ahsoka, though. But we'll see. Um, okay. Next, uh, we have, will Darth Vader's encounter with Obi-Wan weaken Kenobi's powers, as Vader alludes to in A New Hope? James, you're kicking this one off. I'm going to say no. Um, cause to me, anytime Vader says you're weak, old man, I think it, I never took it as like, hold on, let me get a sense of you real quick. Yes, you are weaker than you were before. Like I so never much. vibed it like that. I always took it as just a straight verbal insult to him. Okay. Um, it, uh, so I guess Lacey agrees. Yeah. But it, yep. it, to me, it just always felt like something, um, 
where he was saying, you know, in your old age, you've grown weak or whatever. And, and he's just trying to get in his head or something along those lines. All right. So I'm going to say, no, I don't think there's actually any sort of like weakening of power there. Okay. Right on. Lacey. Yeah, I agree. I think he's just basically being like, yo, you're weak. You're lame. (laughs) Your face straight up sucks. Yeah. Instead (laughs) of like saying like, I'm sensing you're weaker. I think he's saying like in your old age, like you look, you look terrible. Like, I think that's what he's trying to say as, like, an insult, not as, like, a sensed feeling. Like, or pretending that it is a sensed feeling. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, my app says you are not good anymore, (laughs) you know? Your mom just sent me a text. Yeah, I'll reply to that later. (laughs) Um, I think you're both wrong. I, no, I knew that as um, soon as john yeah, disagrees he, he gets the, real quiet well he <laughs> put it in, he put it as a question and i was like no you know kind of thing so i was like john must think yes <laughs> well i said no to the first question right no but you put this question in the thing and i was like oh that seems obvious so john must think that that must be true otherwise I, yeah i yeah. think so and not not so much for him saying your powers are weak old man but it's more so um like he ages pretty hard <laughs> like something I, and also the fact that you know obi-wan won that first one i feel like it would make sense for vader to win this one and for something to happen to obi-wan to to age him or 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 whatever so uh, that's just a theory but uh we will see soon enough which is awesome uh last one here will grogu use a lightsaber in the mandalorian season three uh dark saber is included as an option hmm. uh i'm gonna start this one and say no i don't think he is um only because their reliance on still using the puppet a lot is going to make it very difficult for them to sell us on grogu throwing around a lightsaber they so didn't use a full- puppet when he curled up with the rancor yeah, but the lightsaber is a lot more. There's a lot more to that than just being like nap time. Yeah, I don't well, know. Also, I, I mean, I, the flipping I'm, and stuff too. It's kind of you know. I, I, I'm gonna say no. I'm saying no. Uh, but we'll see. Lacey, how about you? I'm gonna say yes because we've seen Yoda do it. Yep, we have seen Yoda do it. I think we're about to see somebody else do it. I'm gonna say James. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no, and the reason I'm going to say no is just because you can. I can want that to happen, or I can think that they're going to pull the rug out and just you know surprise us or something, but the story says he chose the armor, so right. I just think they're just they they they're going that route. There's no lightsabers. I don't think the the dark saber would be something you know necessarily in his future, and I don't subscribe to the I don't know. The whole like he's the future ruler of Mandalore. I don't know. Just I don't, I don't know, maybe yeah. years later. I don't think it's in our future right now as yeah. part of a Mandalorian story. So I'm gonna say no. All right. all right, cool. I like that we all have different answers for these. Good job. All right, so that does take us to the end of the show. So I want to thank everybody for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Make sure you are subscribed on your preferred podcast platform. If it has a rating, rate us five stars, please. Thank you to everybody who has been doing that. Uh, and of course, the channel, youtube.com slash Star Wars Newsnet videos. Subscribe there. We're almost at 7,500. So thank you to everybody who's been joining us on the channel. Uh, and uh, go to starwarsnewsnet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, 
and more. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, StarWarsNewsNet.com, and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies. Next Tuesday, we're putting out our podcast on the movie Speed. Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. James. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillarin. And like I said, you can find some of my Hasbro recaps from last week at StarWarsNewsNet.com. Absolutely. Um, all right. So thank you to everybody. And we will see you next time with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids. <laughs>